Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Hey guys, welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Dawson, where we help leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. I've got a special treat for you today. We are shooting in Salt Lake City. We've done back-to-back-to-back podcasts with my man, Master Jeff, my guy, Randy Garn, and now, I I think I may have saved the best for last. Oh, dude, it's going to be good. My guy, Ryan Lee, who, not coincidentally, incidentally, is on day 72 of day 75 of 75 hard. 72 of 75 hard. You know what? That has been, uh, that, that's, program has been such a, an amazing program because it, it's really about discipline right across mm. the board and you know the interesting thing is this is the third time i've tried oh wow how right? far did you get the other times you know 30 days in but dude i always went in with the interest of completing 75 hard i wasn't ever committed and so the first moment an excuse Ooh. came up i was out right i got sick oh, i'm justified right i was just interested in it not not really committed and so Man, this last time around, I went in and I said, I'm going to prove to myself that I can do a program. I mean, it's not that hard. It just requires discipline. Right. I'm going to prove to myself no matter what comes up, I can do it. And man, I've done it on vacation. I've done it when I've been sick. I've been committed this time. And so that it's, re- it's been really interesting just shifting that mindset and what comes mm. after being committed. So we skipped over the whole part where we introduced ourselves to the audience, but oh, that's yeah. okay. I'm all excited about 75 hard. <laughs> hey, tell everybody, tell audience real quick a little bit about what you do what you've got going on, and why we're sitting here today. Yeah, man. Um, so I run a company called Cashflow Tactics, and my main objective inside of this company is to empower people with money. Um, I think that is one of the biggest things that hold people back, right? They keep telling themselves that when they have enough money, then they'll come back and live their life. And they put this, they defer their hopes, their dreams, their ambitions. And oftentimes what happens to people is they lose everything they care about in the pursuit of money. It's mm. this pursuit of one day. And so our objective is to empower people with a principle-based approach to achieving financial freedom in 10 years or less. It's not about retirement. It's not about a destination. It's about living free, about using money as a tool to build and live a life that matters right now. And so our entire company is about aligning people with principles that work around money and empowering them to make money, keep money, and turn it into cash flow and live a productive and a valuable life along the way. Dude, I love that. What have been some of the biggest obstacles or what are some of the biggest obstacles, Ryan, helping people get there? Man, the hardest part is uh, people's perception around what money is, Mm. what it represents and the traditional path to how investing is taken care of, how it's done, right? Mm. I think we've been trained, taught and educated for my entire life that someone else is smarter than us, right? Mm. We can go earn money however we earn it, but then we've got to give our money to someone else. And they're somehow going to care more about the success of our money than we do. 
And whether or not you have enough money or not, if you don't know how to control it, if you don't know how to turn it into outcomes, if you don't know how to turn it into cash flow, you're never free. And so I think the biggest challenge for us is rewiring people's mindset around what money is, what it represents, what they're trading to get it, and ultimately how to be empowered with it to get the results that they want from tip to toe. You said something just a minute ago that I loved. You said what they're trading to get it. Yeah, man. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm going to give you a, just something really interesting about this. That happened just last night. Um, I had a, a lady who lives in my neighborhood come over to my house and her mother um, passed away. Completely unexpected. Completely unexpected. Her mother is, you know, in her early 60s and, and it was just an unexpected thing. And the number one thing she said to me was, I wish I would have spent more time with her. Mm. I thought I had 20 more years and just like that, she's gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was an inheritance, but at the end of the day, it wasn't the money. She wanted her mom. Yeah. Right. And I think that's really the biggest thing. People trade their time, effort and energy for money, whether you have a job or you're in business. And, but it's not just what you trade at the office. It's the time that people trade stressing about money. Wow. It's the time that people trade having anxiety about what's going to happen to their money because of all the chaos that's going on in the world. It's the time that people trade not doing the things they want to do because they can't afford it. It's the, I mean, money infiltrates every part wow. of our life. So, so what are some tactics? What are some things you teach people? Because worry and anxiety, like I'm, like we're doing really well. I'm growing an unbelievable yeah. business. I've got some amazing people around me. I woke up in the middle of the night going, did I just really put myself on the line for an extra 32 grand a month? Yeah. Did I really do like, what are some, so help me and, and help that. our, and help our audience help me. You know, it doesn't happen often, but there's times where I'm like, hang on a minute. What am I doing again? Did I just do this? Walk me through. So if you and I are sitting here one-on-one and you're coaching me, Talk to me. Yeah, man. So I think the very first thing is understanding that money is a tool. That's all mm-hmm. it is, right? It's a tool. And just like any tool, it can be used to achieve an outcome. And mm-hmm. so the main thing that, that I believe people lack is financial intelligence. They don't know how to use the tool of money to solve a problem. And that financial intelligence has four, it's, it's in four key areas, right? It's in your ability to make money. It's your ability, ability to keep the money that you make. And then it's your ability to turn the money that you've kept into cash flow. And then it's your ability to live wealthy along the way. And so if you're not liking any of the results along the way, we always tell people start in the beginning, right? If you don't have enough money, it's a direct manifestation that you don't know how to create enough value to get the money that you want. But once you're really good at creating value, the the amazing thing is there is no limit to how much money you can earn. If you can detach it from time and just focus on creating value, that money that you can make is literally a function of how much value you can create and how much leverage you can put into that, that equation. But if you don't have enough money, start with the, the, the financial IQ necessary to make more money. But then what happens to so many entrepreneurs and business owners, I've seen it happen a hun- hundreds of times when I sit down and talk to people, they might get really good at making money, right? They've got that game down. But for the life of them, they can't figure out the other side of that equation, mm. how to keep the money that they're making. Taxes <clears throat> come and rob them blind, right? Um, they have a little bit of money and then all these people come out of the woodwork and they want yeah. you know investments here, investments there, or they don't know how to take money out of their business strategically and their business just gobbles it up. And I've seen it happen to so many wonderful entrepreneurs to where they make money, but they can't figure out how to keep it. So if you haven't kept any of the money that you've made, then the next financial intelligence you need to work on is how to keep the money that you make, right? And then the the, the third piece, and this is really where we bring a lot of tools and tactics to the table, is we have to remember what we're trying to accomplish. And we need a scoreboard to measure it. We've been trained, taught, and educated from the world that we measure our success based on our net worth. Mm. 
at the end of the day, net worth is kind of irrelevant, right? It's kind of meaningless. Right. It's just a number on a balance sheet. It's not until we understand how our assets convert into income, independent of our time, that net worth has any meaning you know, whatsoever. I can have a zero net worth, but be financially free. Right. So we help people focus on creating cash flow. So if you don't have cash flow independent of your active income, then that's the next financial intelligence you need to focus on. And I think one of the biggest ones, especially for producers, we have to give ourselves permission, yeah. right? It's not about how much we make, how much we keep, or how much cash flow we have. At the end of the day, it's about the life that we live, the contribution that we can make. And I know for me, I'm always going, right? My, my destination is always around the next corner. I'm always right. got the next target in mind. I'm always going, out, going, and going. And I forget to slow down and realize it's okay to invest money in the present moment. It's okay right. to not chase a rate of return, but to chase a life that matters yeah. as well. You know, one of the things I talked about Sharon Lecter in my last podcast earlier with um, Randy Garn. Sharon's been a dear friend and mentor, co-author of Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, dude, I love that book. That was the thing that shifted everything. So I was going to I was going to quote something out of that book, and and Sharon and I have had several conversations about this. But when they describe the definition of being wealthy, yeah, it's when your assets make enough cash flow yeah. to cover your expenses, and it doesn't matter if it's if that's fifteen hundred dollars a month. Or fifteen thousand dollars a month, like it doesn't matter. Where do we get this warped perception of what wealth is or being wealthy is? Man, you know whether there's deceit behind it or not. You know, I think a lot of it starts from this industrial revolution, right? People went from it it used to be that family wealth was passed down in land, Mm -hmm. and so you had to be a producer to know how to work the land to make the land profitable for you and your family. But when we went away from farms and from land, we went into the industrial revolution type of mentality and people went to work. And rather than building up their, their wealth through land and assets, they started giving that money to, you know, Wall Street and investments. And the crazy part about it, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. I feel like I have enough control over my business to have a vision and I will work really hard to make that vision come to fruition. But over a 90 day period of time, my, the course to hitting my target goes up and down and all right. over the place. I can barely control the outcome of my own business. And the crazy part is somehow we think that we can take our money invested in someone else's business mm-hmm. and we're going to get a better return than we get in our own business. And so mm-hmm. I think the, the biggest thing is most people are looking for wealth outside of themselves. Wow. They're looking for wealth in other people's businesses and what other people tell them to do in the stock market, in you know real estate that they don't understand or can't control. Really, at the end of the day, wealth comes from up here. Wealth comes from your mindset first and foremost. And if you're an investor, you can take money. And the definition of being an investor is that you have a probability of getting a return with safety of principle. Mm. Does that sound like what most people do? Most people speculate. Yeah. They, yeah. they invest their money in something they have no control over. There is no safety of principle, and they're just hoping for some upside. A true investor can protect their principle and get a high probability of return through cash flow. And that's really what we try to help people understand is, look, money's a tool. You've got to be, you've got to be able to take that tool and use it productively to get outcomes that you want. One of the things I teach on in one of my courses, I talk about limiting beliefs is Mm. scarcity. People go, how do I know if I live with a scarcity mindset? And I say, you either spend all the money that you make yeah. or you save all the money. Yeah. That you and make. there's scarcity on both sides. That's exactly right. Because you don't feel like you're going to get any more. So you want to hoard and save. Yeah. Or you don't feel like you're going to get any more. So might as well just go spend well it all it, and yeah. enjoy a little bit of time. How do people overcome poor mindset, limiting beliefs like scarcity or fear yeah. or the things that keep them from, because you can't use money as a tool when you're fearful that you're going to lose it. Totally. I, I believe that 100%. You know, we actually have a whole, you know, education course on this. I really believe everything starts in the place that no one wants to look. It all starts up here, 
right? It all starts with your thoughts because if your thoughts are predominantly in scarcity, then how's that going to manifest? It's going to manifest in the words that you say. And if the words that you say predominantly manifest them in the market's falling, taxes are you know going to be too high, everything's coming apart, I can't handle it, then that's going to impact the actions that you take. The actions that you predominantly take turn into the habits uh, that you form. Those habits that you form, uh, you know, they really mold your character and that yeah. character becomes your destiny. So a lot of people look at the end and they're like, how do I get that thing at the end? How do I have an abundant life at the end? But it starts with how you, what you put up here and how you manifest that in your thoughts. And so for me, I think one of the biggest things you can do is retrain your mind, right? Our mind has the ability to be reframed oh, yeah. through neuroplasticity, yep, yep. but you've got to be intentional. You've got to be intentional with what you say to yourself, the thoughts that you think, what, what you put in. What are some of the things you teach people to say to themselves? I think one of the biggest things you can do is what, what comes after I am. Yes. I yeah. am not capable. I yeah. am not good enough. I am not smart enough. Or what if you replace that with I am free? Yeah. Now, in the beginning, it feels, it feels incongruent because it might not reflect your current reality. But that's your, it, that's your subconscious mind pushing back. You've got to retrain that mind by repetition. You've been listening to my courses. If you, Dude, if I you, need to come if into you, your if courses. You, if you listen to my courses on affirmations, uh, man, my, my, my first affirmation is I have a millionaire mindset. I love that. My second affirmation is I will live a life where my heart, my head, and my relationships are in alignment. Mm. So in, in a year ago when I first did this round, it was just my heart and my head. Yeah. Because my heart's where I dream. It's, it's, the, play, it's the factory of the vision. So it's where I paint the picture of my life. You said it. My head is where my belief system is located. A lot of times our vision trips over our belief system because exactly how you said it just a minute ago, our belief system dictates what I say. What I say dictates what I do. What I do dictates my legacy and where I'm going. And I found that when you get the heart and the head in alignment, when you're getting those things, man, the vision starts to come to pass. And then when I started seeing God just do crazy things in my life, then the Randy Garns come in my life. Then the Master Jeffs come in my life. Then the Ryan Lees come in my life. Yeah. Then the John Maxwells resurface in my life. It, the relationships are unbelievable. Talk. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Like the affirmations and the NLP and all those kind of things. Of, of basically, I call it identify, remove, and replace mm. limiting beliefs. The definition of a limiting belief is something that prohibits you from seeing the potential of your future. You know, and that's so crazy. I think, I don't know where this comes from, but I think as adults, we stop dreaming. Mm. Like you talk about your heart and your head. Yeah. We don't put our heart into it anymore. Mm. We just wait and our, our mind is so full of negative beliefs. I mean, our mind is this thousand year old mechanism designed to keep us safe, right? And so anything yeah. that looks, that looks dangerous, our mind is, you know, telling us to stay, stay away. away. That's exactly But that's right. where all the rewards come from. I mean, you have to be able to balance uncertainty with, with certainty. You have to balance both of those two things together. So I think practicing aligning your heart and your mind, it, it feels foreign. Like as kids, it wasn't ever foreign, but as adults, somehow we're right. told that that's not right. But right. you do have to dream again. You have to give yourself the ability to say, my life tomorrow is whatever I want it to be. What's the, what's the, what's the moment, like the, the aha moment you see with the people that you help with their finances, understanding to use it as a tool and watching them get over the hump where they're gaining momentum? Yeah. What, what's, tell me where the moment is in that process. For you me. know what? I mean, I think there's, there's really a couple of things. Uh, and I think this framework, it comes out of a book, Atomic Habits, you know, oh, yeah. James Clear. Oh, yeah. I love this. A lot of people come, right? Because they think they want a goal. And so we broadcast to the world, Hey, out there, maybe you're going to retire. Maybe you'll be free one day, hopefully, possibly. But over here, our, our measurement of success is anyone, no matter where you start, can be financially free in 10 years or less. That's the goal. And that gets people excited, right? I want to be financially free in 10 years or less. And so that, that's the, the excitement. But if all people have is a goal, 
then you know that that excitement wears off. It's the gym mm-hmm. that's empty in February because the the excitement yeah. to go to the gym wears off. And so the next thing they need is they need a system, right? They need a system to make that goal become habitual, become systematic. Mm-hmm. But if all you have is a goal and a system, that's kind of like, you know, again, maybe I line out all my gym clothes and I have a system, a buddy system. But if all I have is a goal and a system, the chances of you succeeding are still very, very low. Uh, in, in that book, James Clear says it's 20%. Mm-hmm. The real thing that people need is an identity, mm-hmm. right? They need that internal belief. And so what we do inside of our community is we give people a goal. We give people a system. We call it the financial freedom formula. All we did is outline the principles of making money, keeping money, and turning it into cash flow. And we help them see themselves in that system through a, a unique game plan. So we take wow. their resources, wow. we plug that, them into that game plan, and they can see a possibility of what wow. that future is. But then once they come into our community, it's all about converting the desire into belief and taking action, right? Because that's really how you convert knowledge into yeah. wisdom. You have to take action. And as you take action, you face your fears, you do something that's hard, and the first time you're like, holy crap, that was the hardest thing in the world. But every time you do it, you start to become this new person. And, and gain confidence. Identity. Yeah. And build confidence. Totally is. I've got a really good friend of mine in my community, Doug. He says speed increases focus. Oh, man. So powerful. Speed increases focus. The faster you go, the more wins you stack. One of the things we do in our GSD planner is we do wins and 1% better the second mm-hmm. half of the day. So I want people looking throughout the day. When we get on our, our my Zoom coaching calls or I get on my team calls with my real estate team or my GSD team, the very first thing we do every time is share wins. I love that. I want a business win. Yes. Give me give me a business win. Don't tell me how the weekend went. You hung out with mama. You got to see. I want a business win. Yeah. How are you moving the needle in your business? Because it gets people looking for wins. Talk about how you feel, like the fulfillment side. When you see your people in your community start winning with their finances. Man, I can't even tell you how that feels. Um, you know, because the, the thing is, people come because they're in pain. Almost mm. always they come because they're in pain. I wish we could work with people that were, in, you know, right, right. seeking the opportunity, the pleasure, but they always come because they're in pain. They're not making enough. They're not keeping enough. They don't know how to be free. Whatever it is, they come because they're in pain. As soon as we can remove that pain and get them on a path of success and they start to stack up success, the first time they think it's an anomaly. The second time they think, okay, maybe it's, there's something to this. But the third or fourth time, that starts to become a, a, now a new belief that this is now not just a possibility on a spreadsheet, but this becomes inevitable. And what ultimately happens when, when we come, when we sit down with someone to do a game plan, we ask them three questions. These are the power questions, right? What do you want? Mm. We don't let them off the hook. Because most people don't know what they want. That's vision. That's that's what we talk. That's the component about yeah. painting the picture. But like, what does the picture look like? Totally. And most people, they only know what they don't want. So we have to like wow. condition people to wow. help them go back to what they want. That so that that gets them clear in their head. Now you talked about the heart. Yeah. The next thing that we ask them is why. Mm. Why do you want it? Right. And they have to know what they want and why they want it. And the third question is the most powerful. Who do you have to become? Because the only difference between what you said you wanted and where you're at today is you're not capable of making that reality happen. Otherwise, you'd already have it, right? So what I see when people come in and they start stacking these wins, their marriage gets better. Mm. They're better parents. They, they have, like I was just talking to a dude yesterday. He got promoted in his job. He's been there for 15 years, but he showed up like a producer. No longer is he there in scarcity. He's there in, in, in abundance. And he sees opportunities where before it was just problems. That's crazy. It, it's Absolutely just, it's crazy. So it's, it's seeing their lives change. And again, money is just a manifestation of your life changing. That's all it is. I love your countenance. Dude, I asked that question and you started talking about the people. In your community, your whole countenance changed. That's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, your whole countenance changed because you're like, it, it, it is people. You know, I, man, I, I know your your background is yeah. is you know being a pastor and helping people come to God. I I believe I believe that each one of us has a purpose here. Yes. On earth. 
And I believe problems have a purpose here on earth, right? Mm -hmm. Problems are meant to be solved by you and me. Mm -hmm. And too many people are asleep to their true potential. They're they're asleep to their Mm -hmm. true talents. And all these problems are sitting out there and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger because we think governments are going to solve them. Right. But it's not until people wake up and realize I'm making a decision today, not because of how much money I need, you know, at the end of the month. I'm making a decision to align with my purpose, to align with my potential, my talents and my abilities. I'm going to go out and solve that problem. As people go out and start making decisions, not based on how much money they're going to make, but how they align with their, with their unique abilities, the world gets better. And man, I love that about this community, like the community that we yeah. serve. Our tagline is rise up, mm-hmm. live free. Rise up, take control. It's your life. You get one shot at this thing. Rise up and live free. Tools, you mentioned tools, yeah. are used to build. They're used to fix. They're used to, to, to take something that wasn't there and, or to take pieces and materials and put them together to build something beautiful. Mm. When you're teaching people to use money as tools, what are some of the stories from the people that you've been able to help? And, and what are some of the things that they've built that you're just like, I, wow, I, I had a part in that. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to give you one example just because it's right at the tip of my tongue right now. Uh, with everything that's going on in Russia and Ukraine, we have uh, an amazing person in our community named Irina. And Irina came from Russia um, almost 25 years ago. And in Russia, she was a, like a world-class ballroom dancer, right? I mean, she was wow. an amazing ballroom dancer. She came to America with the hope of a better life, right? And she came, she has two boys, she's raised her, her family, um, but she put her dreams of being a ballroom dancer on the shelf. Mm. I'm going to go earn money. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to do everything I have to do and maybe one day I'll dance again. I don't know, but I've got to work hard now for a, a possibility of retiring. She came to our community about four years ago and uh, she started stacking up wins. And for us, we have everybody set a 90-day target financially mm-hmm. and a 90-day celebration. At the end of every 90-day target, you take a step back, you gain some perspective of where, wow. you, where you started, where you've come from, and you celebrate. You reinforce that behavior, reinforce that belief by celebrating, right? Um, and it's been amazing over the last 18 months. She has now quit her job. She opened up, well, she first went back in and started her dance studio. She wow. started dancing again and going and competing. And she's like 50 now, right? She went yeah. from 18 to 50, but she's out crushing competitions, living her best life. And she had a lot of people coming up to her and saying, I, I wish you could see your face right now, dude. Oh, you're yeah. like freaking glowing, dude. <laughs> I just you're love like, watching people's lives change. Yeah, right? isn't it amazing? Yeah, it is. It's awesome. And, and removing that constraint of money, it's, it's just so powerful because then you see people's true authentic life mm. coming out and and when people are living a purpose-driven life, mm. everyone around them, everyone, impacted. it's impacted, right? Yeah. It's better. It's a ripple effect. Yeah. I tell people all the time, the, the larger your platform, the larger the, the stone, if you will, or the rock, when you make a decision, the ripple effect yeah. touches more people, positive and negative. Totally. And so it's, it's so important for us as we gain a, a, a larger platform or more influence. It's, it's even, there's even more responsibility for us to be able to make great decisions. Yeah. Dude, how can people get in touch with you? How can people find out find out how to use finances as a tool, man? Man, we got to flip the script. You uh, come on our podcast. Okay. Maybe go check us out on the Rise Up Live Free podcast. I would love to. Uh, I mean, we're on all the platforms. I mean, yeah. just look us up, Cash Flow Tactics. Uh, we have a five-day challenge. If you want to see what your life would look like, aligning it with a principle-based approach, find us on Facebook, Cash Flow Tactics. Take the free five-day challenge and see what it'll look like. Love it. Instagram? You on IG? Instagram, yeah. I, I mean, man, I should know my social stuff. Definitely cash flow tactics. I'm Ryan D. Lee, something like that. The Ryan D. Lee, something like that. Awesome, man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. It's such a pleasure. Oh, man. Amazing. Randy Garn is a connector. My superpower and Randy's superpower as well as a connector. Oh, man. I tell you what. I've been so blessed by having Randy in my life. I mean, he's he's been uh, coaching me and mentoring me for the last.
last 18 months and yeah. uh, just being in proximity with powerful individuals like you and Randy uh, has elevated the quality of my life. Yeah, amazing. I appreciate you coming yeah. today, man. Thank you. Guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of As the Leader Grows with my new good friend, uh, Ryan D. Lee. Ryan D. Lee. Ryan D. Lee from Cashflow Tactics. Boom. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to the As the Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.